Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Todd Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. This episode is sponsored by The Art of Pinning, a self-paced Pinterest class for wedding and lifestyle photographers. If you are having a hard time driving traffic into your website or SEO is overwhelming you or the people that are visiting your website are not the kind of visitors, aka they're not converting into clients, then this class is for you. You can find more information at www.thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest or just follow the link in the notes. Now, enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I am Carolina, the secure host, and today we have a guest all the way from the Netherlands. Marnix, how are you doing today? I am good. Thank you for asking and having me on the show. I am super excited about this conversation. How is everything so far? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, we've, uh, we're having a, a warm month here, and uh, things are opening up, so I'm um, Excited for the longer and bigger weddings I'm allowed to capture uh, soon. Nice. Things are starting to look up. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So, Marnix, what about you introduce yourself and you tell us what kind of photography do you do? Sure. Uh, so, my name is Marnix Stichter. I'm a wedding photographer. Um, I uh, focus mo mostly on uh, the reportage side, so not too much stage And uh, I say 95% of my work is reportage and 5% is, I call them uh, a little bit more epic uh, images where I do pose people, uh, but it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's not something that is my main, uh, main focus. And I've been doing it for 13 years now part-time, but I only recently, three years ago, decided to go full-time. And uh, it kind of exploded uh, in the sense that... Uh, I'm usually fully booked and uh, I participate in a lot of awards. And last year I ended up as first place for the WPS uh, Wedding Photography Select um, Awards. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fallen into my lap a little bit. Uh, like, oh, okay, apparently this is what is happening. Uh, but I'm enjoying it a lot. Awesome. And apart from wedding photography, I also do, do uh, portrait work for uh, entrepreneurs. And I have uh, my own... Uh, Uh, classes in uh, in photography for people online nice and today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic that i actually saw on your instagram stories but before we jump into that i heard you talk about winning all these awards and this has nothing to do with the actual conversation we're going to have today but now i just want to ask are these winning all these awards good for business or are they good for the ego uh, mostly business of course uh, <laughs> there's some ego involved but uh I'm actually doing it for two reasons. One, I, I really want to 
there's so many awesome wedding photographers in the world and uh, participating in those awards has really upped my game uh, my level so uh that's why i'm doing it but yes uh, i can't deny that it helps a lot with business uh, people just see it on another website and they uh, say okay this is an external authority uh, recommending this person so uh, yeah it helps a lot Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. And I saw this on your Instagram stories and I was like, I need to know more about this. And pretty (laughs) much it is how, let me see if I can get this straight, how sitting on a park bench for a year help you with your photography. Is this this what we're talking about today, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. Not just photography, but with life in general. But uh, yeah, yeah, clearly. Awesome. So, well, This is going to be a very different interview as to what I have done in the past. Pretty much, I'm passing the mic to you, and I want to hear this story. Tell me all about it. (laughs) All right, all right. Um, So, yeah, I kind of, uh, I have a totally different background uh, from photography. I have an engineering background, and I used to work a lot uh, going into factories in China to make sure that the production is going in the right uh, order and being sent to the ship to the West. And although... It was interesting. It was like all mind-based, totally focused on uh, yeah, solving problems. Um, and my, my return ticket would be uh, the moment the problem was solved. Um, and I always had this thing for photography, like every time, every free hour I had, which isn't all that much when you're working in China, but every free hour I, I would go onto the streets and, and take portraits of people. Uh, so... Already during my studies, someone asked me to, hey, uh, can you capture my wedding? And I loved it a lot. There's this perfect combination between uh, creativity and uh, the technical side of things uh, and also the human connection. And actually, the last part I kind of missed during my engineering work. Um, but I thought, like, I don't know, this is a side job. I'm doing, like, wood wedding every year. Um, and at a certain moment, I just realized, like, okay, this is not... Uh, Working as an engineer, this is not how I'm seeing myself do this until I retire. Uh, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was like, I did everything. I tagged off every uh, uh, little box that society tells me to uh, tag off, that then you're supposed to be happy. Uh, You know, I have a good job. I'm allowed to travel uh, from work. Uh, I earn a lot of money. I have a nice girlfriend. I have a house. But then you walk past the mirror and why aren't you smiling uh that's what's supposed to be the case right or at least mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i had uh, thought I, I should have in store for myself uh so a good friend of mine he uh, recommended like you should do a 10 day vipassana retreat which is 10 days of silent meditation mm-hmm. uh you do it with, with 100 people at the same time but you're not looking at anyone you're actually holding your head down like 10 days straight meditating 10 hours per day um and i was like okay this is a bit extreme but why not give it a go and let me ask you something here before we continue have you had any meditation experience before yeah but like i used to do uh, kung fu and tai chi so i'm I'm a little bit familiar with it and uh, my meditation practice was like yeah yeah sit 15 minutes still on a couch okay Uh, so (laughs) nothing more than that (laughs) Uh, but uh, what I, I did the 10 days retreat and uh, it was so funny because I was hearing my own voice obnoxiously saying like, dude, you can also go home and meditate two hours and actually work 10 hours so you get something done. 
Mm. And I realized this, this dysfunctional voice, it's not just me, it's the entire society. I don't know how it is in the States, but there's like this common way of, of greeting each other. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy, busy. Mm. As if that's like a sign of like, you know, I'm actually doing stuff. I'm, I'm not a leech to society. Something, something <laughs> along those lines. 100%. Uh, well, if you would say like, yeah, I'm not doing all that much, people would look at you as like, you have something wrong with you. Correct. So I realized, okay, I have to tackle this. So I was working as a, a freelancer. So I had the, the liberty to take a few weeks just sitting on the couch. So I decided, okay, I'm going to sit on the couch and have my phone just a little bit out of reach. Okay, so you hold I, on a second. So you did the 10 days meditation. And once you yeah. left the, you know, mm -hmm. the ashram, whatever this place was, you're like, okay, now I'm going to continue this practice at home for two hours. Exactly. But okay. then in, in, in real life, okay. <laughs> instead of a, <laughs> a kind of uh, Correct, external away within, from society. Within an ashram, um, you know, you have to leave your phone, either turn it off, leave it at home. You have, you know, people that even though it's a, nat I mean, and I'm talking for my personal experience, like even though it's, it's a natural thing, you are in a space that is conducive to like be exactly. constantly meditating. Okay, but now yeah. we're at home where we have a phone, we have a neighbor, we have TV, we have, you know, bills that come in every day. So, okay. In, in, in the middle of the city, yeah. So, um, so I thought, okay, well, it's all very nice in the ashram, but uh, let's try it in real life. So I started out with two weeks just sitting on a couch. And so I have my phone a little bit out of reach. And every moment I have the desire to check my phone without any real reason. Like I'm not expecting a message i'll just instead of actually engaging with my phone i'd investigate and feel inside my body like what what is happening like and at first i could only feel like a sense of dis-ease but later on i could link it's like ah oh, it's probably because i actually have to send that email and i'm trying to avoid it or you know i want to have a quick fix by checking my instagram or uh, or whatever um so it was actually it was hard but I enjoyed it. And um, so I live next to the park, which is a blessing. Uh, the two weeks turned into two months and then over a year where I just sat on park benches and walked through the park and also through the city. Uh, so engaging a, a little bit more into uh, the more uh, uh, bustling life, but trying to keep the, the same silence that is uh, that I found within the in the park in myself and uh yeah it's crazy that here slowly my mind started to drop and there was like moments where the only thought i had in my head was like it's awfully silent in here <laughs> <laughs> which is an interesting thought again in itself <laughs> um and um well there's a there's a lot that happened during that year but i can say that the Still, I get taken over by the minds, but the, the the peace that I found is never far away. Mm. So uh, usually, like I I could be stressed or anything, but then something like snaps, like hey, wait, and then everything calms down again. Um, so, in short, that is what I took away from that year. But uh, of course, a lot of things happened during that year also like an enormous trust in life because i didn't have any income you know at, at certain moments i 
didn't even know if I would be able to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. But I just like, okay, uh, this is what life's trying to show me. And I'm just going to trust in life. And, uh, you know, every time last minute something would happen, someone would call me up. Okay, could you do this uh, few days of engineering work? Or or could you take uh, a picture? Uh, and it would be just sufficient to, uh, to get by. Um, but those, yeah, it's funny to see how, you need so little to be actually completely fulfilled. Mm. And um, yeah, after after a year, I was like, okay, I want to engage a bit more into the world again uh, or with the world again. And then the idea came like, hey, uh, I absolutely love wedding photography. Why not try this full time for one year? Um, yeah, and as I said, it kind of exploded uh, since then. Sounds good. I mean, so good. Uh, I, I love meditation. I've been practicing for decades already. Uh, I do a lot of yoga. So for me, this is like a part of, it's, it's part of my life. I haven't done a whole 10 days of just meditation. Uh, I haven't had it's the a opportunity bit yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I feel, I feel like at some point, uh, you know, I should try that. Uh, I just think that a lot of people when, you know, talking about meditation and especially meditation within, you know, your life or business, people think like one thing is like, oh, I don't have time for that, which I think it's crazy because we should always have time for ourselves, right? We should be the main priority in life because if we are good, we're going to perform better in our business. And I think we have this like backwards, uh, you know, beliefs that it's like, oh, our business comes first and then us, which makes really no sense. Uh, but second thing that a lot of people think while, you know, talking about meditation is they're like, oh, but I can quiet my mind. And I always say like, well, I've been practicing for so many years and the goal is not to quiet the mind. The goal is to like, just observe, <laughs> you know, just, you know, be okay with observing what's happening with the mind, not trying to like fight the thoughts. Uh, was it hard for you to like come to that conclusion or how did it go? Um, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. That's something that people say a lot. Like, yeah, I can't quiet my mind, but you'll realize at a certain moment that there's like something behind the mind that is able to observe the thoughts and once you start connecting with that that's what they call it this the first step it's the inward path where you realize okay apparently i can hear these thoughts so mm-hmm. that's not what i am essentially so there's that what knows the thoughts and similarly for the feelings there's something that knows the feelings and uh, there's something that knows the so-called outworld so so everything or every perception every thought every feeling it's known um and once that it's called it's called the neti neti process where you like i'm not this i'm not this i'm not this then but then you're like okay it's clear i'm not this but then what am i (laughs) (laughs) um and that was a sentence uh along those lines that came a lot to me during that year just sitting on a park bench like so what part of this am I? And uh, there were quite often moments, maybe every few weeks, and I still have this, uh, a few seconds sometimes, or sometimes even longer periods of maybe half an hour or 45 minutes, where the, the feeling which I have now of, of having like a, a center, 
here that is looking out, that center just drops. So there's just a, a play of life. And I, I, I can't, there's thoughts happening, but the thoughts are as much me as the grass or the cloud or a person walking by. It's just one, I call it uh, a dance of life. Mm. Uh, and those those moments, uh, although brief, they the fragrance uh, goes into the the rest of your life. So uh, and that's why I say it's it's never far away. It's like oh okay yeah I'm taking over but again by the mind that's that's okay. I think it's also uh, kind of like a misconception. People think that people that have been doing yoga or meditation for a long time they're like constantly in this like calm state of mind and although that could be true we still are humans there's still things that aggravate us there's things that make me upset uh, but I have the tools to don't let uh, the emotion take over so like if I see if I see myself getting really annoyed at something like I can't stop for a second and really think do I need to get really that annoyed is that important like analyze before I actually embark into like feeling all the feels yeah yeah, so that's a that's an extremely important part of this 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 inward path, and uh, it uh, it creates like a an automatic stop. It's like okay, if if, if it gets too <laughs> too crazy up there, the, the identification with the with the thoughts, then it's like okay, yeah, yeah, I'm lost again. And then the second step is called the outward path, uh, where you uh, are able to go into the feelings and thoughts and emotions and, and sensations completely, but with the you could say the 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 deep felt understanding that uh, you're you're neither it at, at and at the same time you're everything. So yeah. there's this this uh, um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, something comes to mind. I'm actually I'm I'm not uh, I don't have a Christian background, but there's so many awesome things I've heard uh, that, uh, for instance, Jesus said, and it was. Uh, Someone asked him, if someone asks us who you are, what should we answer? And he said, tell them I'm a movement and a rest. So that, that, that's, that's a perfect description because it's, it's the movement, it's, it's life happening. But at the same time, there's this knowing, just mm-hmm. peaceful. And uh, yeah, that really resonated when I read that. Very cool. So let's talk a little bit about how, you know, this, this, you know, inner work, you know, this, this use of meditation and contemplation and, you know, think, not thinking, but like observing your thoughts, how this has helped you as a wedding photographer. I feel sometimes that as wedding photographers, we have 10 hours of work, things are moving really, really, really fast. We have to move super fast also literally and figuratively to you know to capture these moments we have we're running a checklist in our brain of like 50 things at the same time like we're not only just taking a photo we're like thinking about so many other things that are happening around us so how this kind of like meditation has helped you in your business yeah so so twofold i think uh one is the connection with people so when I meet my wedding couple and I'm really lucky because I think it's also what I'm portraying on my website. It's just, it's just how I am with movies and where I'm speaking about certain images. So people, it's clear to people like, 
they either vibe with me or not. So mm -hmm. if they don't vibe me with me, they don't contact me. Uh, so, which is also the goal of good branding, right? You attract and you repel people, right? That's yeah, just the goal yeah. of it. Yeah, perfect. So, so, so I'm I'm so blessed with the couples I uh, I get to work with, um, but in connecting with people, the the mental stories around it they they get in the way mm -hmm. so if you're able to be really there with someone you notice like hey there's actually actually a human being and there's a connection there instead of like oh the person is thinking that well i should do that and well, maybe they're going to ask this and if you're stuck in your head there's no place for a, a connection uh on a heart level um so that helps a lot with trust mm -hmm. and Uh, I think in psychology, it's called something like the go first principle, where you, uh, if you want to f make someone feel a certain emotion, you have to feel that first. So if, if, if you want to make someone feel relaxed, you have to be relaxed internally yourself um, or stressed or whatever. But uh, in weddings, you know, people are, are usually a bit stressed because like, oh my God, it's the big wedding day. Um, and if I would get carried away by their stress, and maybe a stressful wedding planner or whatever, then um, it doesn't help anyone with the, with the capturing the right atmosphere you would love to have. So my priority is to keep my own emotional state. Like, like yeah. Well, Composure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As if I'm, I'm walking in the park, even amidst crazy, hectic stuff. And of course, like I, I get taken over by it, and then it's like, mm, okay, there's this moment again. Okay, stop, stop. And I, I stop for just a second, and then I'm in that space of, of peace again. And it, it helps so much with seeing things I would not have seen before. I have so much crazy images where people are like, oh my God, did you post that? It's like, no, that is actually happening. Uh, a month ago, I had this short wedding where the, the Uh, the bride was just about to uh, take off uh, the, the wedding car and, and someone calls like it's something wrong with the wedding car and you could see on her face like are you kidding me and at the same time there's this big screen television screen playing a cartoon um, uh, for the kids and it's it's uh, I don't know it's called Peppa Big Peppa Pig uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah and 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 It's looking, it's talking into the phone like a little bit anxiously, and, and it's like perfect combination of the bride, like what? And it's almost like it's Peppa Pig uh, talking to her. Uh, and I have so many of these crazy images where people are like, "No, you, you stage like like no, you cannot stage that 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 emotional uh, expression on her face." And it's like, and I'm I'm like a small child there, like I, I see this happening, and I'm like getting all excited <laughs> taking all the things yeah and people don't know and then later on they see it and i they usually love it a lot I, also this this image where the, the wedding couple during the first uh uh course uh she is actually getting a phone call where she i remember saying no 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 i'm at my wedding <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the groom is taking a picture of the of the first course and uh I'm taking a picture of, of that happening. And they, they, they saw me taking it. It's like, can, can you show us? I'm like, sure. And I showed them at the back. It's like, oh my God, could you send it to us now? <laughs> like, sure. So I'll send it to my smartphone and then to them. And they posted it there on Facebook saying, our wedding photographer knows us so well. 
in in one shot he was able to capture our entire day because they were on the phone the entire day that <laughs> is so funny it's it's really um i mean it's i feel like i i kind of like a conundrum here because I have like a lot, like my energy is really high energy. Like I, I come into a space and I'm like, yeah, everything's gonna be great, you know, fun. But I also feel like when I'm kind of like in my yoga practice, I'm very centered. Like even now I feel like when I talk in other podcasts, in other interviews, I'm like, okay, tell me this, tell me this. And I feel right now like the energy, like, hmm, we're gonna sit here in this chair and I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a perfect combination, Carolina, because, uh, you're able in that sense to, during the, the repertoire part, to almost blend in and people you know, notice yeah. you. And there's like, I sometimes at the end of wedding, people ask me like, or the wedding couple ask me like, were you there at that moment? It's like, trust me, I was there. And then they see the pictures and it's like, oh my gosh, you were like next to my head. It's like, yes, that's where the camera was next to your head. And you, you didn't even notice because, uh, you know, you blend in. Uh, but then at a certain moment, you have to do like group portraits or the, the posing and no one's really, unless they're a professional model, used to posing. Mm. But then you have to be assertive. and like, uh, you know, make sure that, okay, now they need emotions of authentic laughter. So I'm just saying stupid jokes and, and having a very uh, uplifting energy in that moment. And uh, and then, okay, back to the repertoire. So I'm like, mm. forget. <laughs> it, it is definitely an asset. And I think that it, it's helped me in my business a lot I feel like as you said like sometimes it's really easy to get into a wedding situation and have one preconceptions right and I actually interviewed somebody recently and they mentioned like sometimes we see like a mom let's say putting the dress on their daughter right and the photographer will say like smile you know it's a happy moment and I feel like this person was saying like it's not our job to tell them what to do in that moment it's yeah. not our job to dictate the emotion that they have so it's it's good to have that awareness also to to be there to be present and to try to capture what's actually happening without you trying to impose what should be happening. Yeah, 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 and it's uh, you can use that as a practice to to when when those thoughts arise in your mind, it's like oh, okay, so uh, it's it's a very insightful way. You know, weddings in general are freaking awesome. I love it. You're, you're able to dive into another people, another another families life usually two families coming together you know and um and be like like not a fly on the wall but you're, you're able to observe everything and uh, once well especially after that year of sitting on the, on a park bench just uh there's this love for being with everything that's happening Connection? yeah 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 and 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 just just seeing how everything unfolds and uh yeah so so also your own thoughts like okay they, they should be laughing now or whatever or smiling uh it's just your your own projection of how you feel it should be and uh, yeah so so i i use wedding photography also as my my practice uh, in that sense it, it's so good. And again, I think that it really, really helps people when I when I get to work with other photographers or talk to other photographers and they are like, I'm so nervous before, you know, before a wedding or something like that, I, which is fine, right? We have emotions, you know, it's an exciting time, but also to have the ability to, as you said, to like calm down the mind, to be present so you can actually perform the best job that you can actually, you know, do. Because I feel like if you, when you are truly present, you get to see everything that's happening. So again, 
for you that you have won so many awards now it makes sense because you're like everything now you're, you have like this clear vision of what's in front of you and you can focus on either creating an image that is very memorable for the couple or to create an image that is going to be very epic when people thought that it was just like a normal you know moment yeah yeah and it's funny to see that you know, we're saying this is like sometimes only during culling i realize like oh my god i captured that it kind of, i don't even remember it's like it's just happening it's just one big flow where uh and uh, i'm not gonna say that 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 the head doesn't come back or or the identification with thought but the the more moments uh quote unquote mornix isn't there the the better the reportage becomes definitely so good so good so do you actually meditate before a wedding no no uh uh meditation is uh <laughs> something that that uh happens just during the day uh, or is it like, just no, you, oh, you're, you're, you're in constant you know working meditation so, so, state <laughs> uh, no not constant but uh <laughs> yeah just it's 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 um i've heard one say like you you abide in the heart instead of the mind you mm -hmm. live in the heart instead of the mind so uh there's a lot of traveling <laughs> back up <laughs> to the mind a lot uh but like the, the the resting spot is more in the heart nowadays um and that helps a lot because uh you know when when you're there there's there's just that much it's like what can thought add to this moment mm. to make it better like not i i can't even think and that's often a thought that comes to mind it's like what more do i need at this moment and i sometimes have such immense gratitude for a simple thing i can remember at the park just looking at a small leaf like having almost no not almost having tears in my eyes of the beauty and at the same time there's this still this uh schizophrenic thoughts like uh, i've seen someone walking up in, my, in the corner of my eyes like okay if if people see me like this i'm pretty sure i'm gonna uh, get shipped off to a psych ward uh so uh <laughs> but you know you, it's i have a very technical mind you know with the, the engineering background and it's it's interesting to see that we always have these goals. I'm a very goal-oriented person. Um, mm -hmm. And we think that we'll be happy once we achieve the goal. But it's never long-lasting. Mm. Now, the reason I feel is because it's not because you achieve the goal. But once you achieve the goal, for a certain moment, the mind has no desire there's the desirelessness so there's nothing happening that's distracting you and you're actually you're feeling you're in touch with your normal state which is peace which is you could say happiness but uh, i've heard someone say the the absence of lack which is is a better description because it's not like i'm big smiling all the time but it's just like this I, I really don't know what I could use more than in this moment than what's occurring now. It's like it's that constant uh, comfort. So that's uh, yeah, it's all good. You know, 
So even even well, even if hectic things happen, and sure, I'll t- I'll be I'll, I'll be be, be I'll probably be taken over for a few minutes, but then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's what's happening. That's good. That's okay. It's it's definitely there's actually some beauty in in the midst of of crazy stuff like that. A hundred percent, and Sorry, and again, no, it's please. not it's not easy to get there but it's also not complicated so it's kind of like this catch-22 because I feel like people feel like oh it's getting there you need to you know be a monk and meditate for 10 hours a day and you know <laughs> what and and it's like mm, you're just making it harder than what it really is <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's so retardedly simple um that your mind can't figure it out and that's the problem uh the 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 center of gravity is in the mind for well, for me, it was for decades, and I guess for most of the the people. Um, but then, when that clarity is there, it's like almost this is it's too simple to put in words. Like, like if you really are with what is happening at this moment, it's so full, it's so rich that you don't need anything else. Sometimes the, the, in those moments, the thought comes up, okay, that would be nice. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, but this is pretty damn good already. <laughs> it's true, it's true, it's so good. Well, uh, I don't know if you use any apps, uh, but for people that are listening to us right now, and they're like, well, that sounds good, but I, you know, how do I start? I would recommend there is obviously a handful of apps that are really good headspace i think it's amazing it has all kinds of different meditations you kind of start with like a one minute meditation a day which don't tell me you don't have a minute because we all have a minute then there is another app that is called insights um really really good this one has tons of also meditations this one actually has a meditation that i love which is a, a sound bath which i think is delicious you just like put your headphones mm-hmm. on and you oh, just sounds feel- are it's delicious (laughs) so so those are really good to get you know those vibrations in your brain going and you know feeling relaxed and calm and there is also one app that is called calm i have never used it but i get to see a lot of ads (laughs) that i get from them so i'm sure that it's also a lovely uh a lovely app and again all of these things you can use for free you can pay but i think that there is no excuse to give yourself um, that that gift it's a gift to yourself to give yourself five minutes to just learn how to just observe your thoughts instead of getting constantly involved with your thoughts yeah i think it's the the best gift you can give yourself uh, a peace of mind and um you know those five minutes that <laughs> if you really like like oh i don't have five minutes You'll you'll get the five minutes back. Just five minutes of meditation will, before going to bed, will, well, I wouldn't say tenfold, but at least threefold, give it back in having slept better and uh, and being more well rested the day after. Oh, a hundred percent. So no, there there is no excuse. A hundred percent. Well, this conversation has been super calm. I'm here super sad, but we need to bring it back into what this podcast is about, which is a marketing podcast. <laughs> so you have been uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. a successful you know, photographer. You get to photograph amazing weddings. So what is one marketing tip that you can share with all of us? 
Yeah, it was funny when 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 I started out. I actually, I didn't know any wedding photographer or, or anything. Uh, I just like okay, how hard it can be, and I know how to take pictures. Well, and then I I dove into what kind of level is out there. I was like, oh my god, my work sucks. <laughs> that was my first conclusion. But I had this. I say like nowadays, ninety-five percent of my work is reportage, and five percent is more staged, epic, you know, flash photography. Uh, the kind of gimmicks uh, you see uh, on most, well, on most blogs, like how do you do that? And uh, that was easy for me always because of my technical background. So mm-hmm. the first year I really focused on that to at least get a certain uh, attention from, from wedding couples. But what helped me the most was I did one marketing trick. I decided like it would be awesome if I could shoot 12 weddings the first year. And I did one marketing trick where I uh, I paid for a, a newsletter of the, the largest uh, website related to wedding uh, wedding planning uh, for uh, uh, couples who are, are planning their wedding. And I it wasn't a lie because it was 10 years that I would be working at a wedding photographer. I only shot like one wedding a year, but, you know, technically... <laughs> 10 years wedding photographer. So I had the, the, the title like 10 years wedding photographer. Uh, as a birthday gift, I'm giving one wedding reportage away for free. If you uh, go to my landing page and, and submit a, uh, a reason why you would like to, to win. Okay. And I had within 24 hours, I think I had like 50 applicants. And uh, so one couple won. And then uh, I d- looked at like where are the other weddings, if they're not too far away, and uh, if they're on a nice date, n- nice location. And then I just cold called because people have to leave their phone number. Cold called people. It's like, okay, you didn't win, but I really liked your motivation. Um, so I'm giving you 25% off mm, if you want to book me. That's a good catch. And, and then in one month, I had 15 bookings. That is awesome. So uh, I had more than I had more than the twelve. I thought like would be awesome to do the entire year. So at the end of the year, I, I shot like. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no see, so yeah, you yeah, see yeah, what a coal mine can, so can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like also that you said that you actually call people because I feel like nowadays uh, I include myself like. For me to get on the phone, it has to be kind of like a scheduled thing. Like I just mm. don't just call. Like if somebody submit a contact form in my website, they do leave the phone number because I request that. But like my first impulse is I'm going to email them back. And I feel sometimes yeah. just like thinking about the phone. I'm like, ah, I got like sweaty hands. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, overthinking it. Just, you know, get on the phone and call. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe also due to these times, it's actually a little bit... Uh... People are like, oh my god, he, he actually calls, uh, and uh, so so it's a, it's a positive thing because everyone is is so uh, on texting and uh, and emailing that. So you're breaking the pattern. You know, you're breaking the pattern, and it's just so. There's 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 more ways of connecting. You know, if someone hears your voice, that that says a lot. Uh, video calling even better. Uh, meeting up with a couple even better than. Uh, they get a far more clear vibe of uh, how you'll be on that day and if they'd like to have you around. Um, so, yeah, I always send a text like, hey, I just sent you an email because maybe it gets into spam. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then uh, I say, well, well, let's do a video call or if they're nearby, I'll just uh, uh, come over to their place, which I love to do because then I get to, to see how they live in their natural environment with their stuff around. And uh, instead of them coming to my place, being on the couch, being a little bit like, oh, strange place, weird. But I'd rather have them relaxed because um, when, when people are relaxed, they're more authentic. And then you can connect uh, better. 100%. So many great tips out of this conversation. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> what is one thing that you are currently loving? And this could be anything in life. Apart from walking in the park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a... Oh. For many years already, I, I love uh, salsa, bachata, merengue, kizomba, the dancing. So uh, yeah, that uh, that was something I really missed last year when it was almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's two things uh, I need to be well. <laughs> I need, but uh, just being able to 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 be still and uh, enjoy nature and dancing. Like recently, it started again. We're allowed to dance again, and I'm like, "Oh, I miss this." But you, you know, can it's... always dance in your living room. True, true, but the vibe is different. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's completely true. Well, I'm so happy that I didn't know that you were into like Latin dancing. That's good. Yeah, yeah, and it's a really nice scene where I live. There's a well. Okay, two years ago, you could go at least three times per per week, especially in the summer, outside dancing, nice parties, and uh, yeah. So that's uh, it's a it's also a beautiful way to to connect and and also become aware of uh, you know the entire play of of, of what's happening in an, uh, uh, in yourself and around you. Uh, you know, I, I always I always make a joke that give me a dance with a person, well, with a woman in this sense. Uh, and within one dance, I'll know so much about her, <laughs> more than one, one hour of conversation. Because, you, you, you know, you, there's always this play going on. She has to assert the pressure and she has to feel. And, you know, we both make mistakes and how she's going to react. Like, oh, she's getting like really like, oh, or, or it's like, okay, yeah, you know, it's fun, you know, make a mistake. It's, so, yeah, it's uh, that's, that, that year of, of, of sitting on, on the park bench, you... I not just animals like like uh, a lot of egrets in my uh, in my uh, uh, park, and they just they just they're absolutely silent. You know, mm-hmm. they're just focused on okay, I'm going to catch the fish, and that's like a human interpretation. They're not focused on I'm going to catch the fish because they, they don't have like <laughs> oh well, if the fish comes here, then I'm going to try to get get it. No, they're just doing exactly that. Correct. There is Nothing no judgment else. on the action they're making. No, no. Uh, in, in Chinese, it's called Wu Wei. It's like doing without doing. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the highest form of meditation, what they, what they say, like living without the mental story, just doing only that. Um, and um, yeah, when I'm in the park, I just, I observe myself a lot and notice like, hey, what's happening there with my, my posture or something? Like, what, what is that? Well, so a lot of observation, but also with other people, you know, if, if people are jogging, you can see so much where they're holding tension in their, their, if they're in the lower back or in their leg or in their shoulders. And some, sometimes you see someone's like floating by. It's like, oh, wow, these, that person is, is one 
with what they're doing. That's Wu Wei. Uh, and and sometimes you're like you see like oh they have this goal set like i have to do that because then i'll be fulfilled and then they'll just not be fulfilled but you know they think it will be i love observing people because as you said there is so much that you can actually uh gather from you know yeah j- just like and it's the perfect mirror for yourself it's mm, like oh, i'm doing that also there yeah so good i love this conversation it was really insightful really really liked it i loved it too thank you <laughs> Awesome. So where could people find you? Yeah, I don't have to pronounce my difficult name and actually spell it because that's not Oh, that there easy. you go. Well, I'm going to put a link anyway, so but go ahead. Yeah, that's tell easier. Us. So so my website is is marnixdestichter.nl. Uh, yeah, yeah definitely, is, you know, spell yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's m a r n i x d e s t i g t e r.nl. Uh, and my Instagram is even more difficult, which is Marnix and then underscore DE underscore Stifter underscore photography. So, yeah, you'll be needing those links. <laughs> I will make sure that I add these links to the conversation. Marnix, it was fantastic talking to you. I'm so happy that I was able today to have this like calm and relaxing yeah, chat. Uh, it felt really good. And for all of you that are listening, uh, thank you so much. I hope that you, you know, get something out of this conversation uh for me i think that i'm always trying to uh bring kind of like a meditation into people's life i'm like hey just give it a try you know it's gonna be really really helpful so i hope that that we can at least you know give some idea of what what meditation could do for people in their personal lives or if they're thinking business actually how could actually uh help you in your business yeah it's uh my experience is that it's it's been uh, incredible how you less thinking makes the actual thinking go a lot smoother. A hundred percent. So so there's less less struggle and uh, things just flow a lot more. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, for your knowledge, and for thank your you. insight. It was really lovely. And for all of you, I'll catch you next week with another amazing guest. Until then, bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.